Yes, welcome in. It's a Tuesday edition of The Middle. That's Super Bowl champion, NBC Sports analyst Barrett Brooks. Bottom right, Harry Mays. Bottom left, I'm top left. And then top right, Jason Martinez with us Tuesdays, Thursdays on the program. You know the drill. We'll be joined by the network, Map Radio, coming up in six minutes. I do know that Jason, at the very least, is fully caught up on your honor. Three episodes uh-huh. in. I can't speak for Barrett nor Harry Mays on that one, but Jason sent us a text, which is essentially the last line of episode three. So we have a lot from your honor to the Eagles to what I'm told. Now, this is a rumor. I don't know if it's true, Harry, but the rumor is last night Barrett was so disgusted with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's now no longer one of the 19 teams he claims in the NFL. Is that right? <laughs> he has kicked them to the curb after three straight losses. I, you know what? I, and I thought about it last time. I can't do it, but I was so damn close to it. And you know your boy keeps egging me on, too. Shan, you know, Shannon no, never knows how to. No. He never <laughs> knows how to, he's not an he's egger. He's up alone. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, just, egger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, t- I tried to tell you guys a couple of weeks ago that they were in trouble, and they've lost three straight since then. They're right, in big right. trouble. Yeah, they're bleeding. Yeah. They're sinking. They're sinking right now, man. And, and yeah. But if there's any team that could come back. From this, they can. If yeah. they can win these next come back games. to what though? Like what? What are they? Yeah. Of course, they're going to make the playoffs. They're not going anywhere in the playoffs. No, I said win these next two games. They have uh-huh. to win these two next next two games. They have to, not just for you know world placement in this playoff, but more so because as a unit, they need to know that they can they can still belong in that type of um in in the playoffs. It's the Colts and Browns too. It's not going to be easy, right? No. You know, at this yeah. point. The Colts are right there, ready to pounce and be the second seed. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a brutal game last night. Brutal. The the, the yeah. third loss in a row, that's the one where you go, uh-oh, I think we're in real trouble as a team. The first one you go, all right, we lost one. That's our first loss. Right. Yeah. The second one you go, all right, we lost two straight. Let's let's Now, you know, all week they're thinking, let's get back on the gas, and then right. you lose again. Now serious doubt creeps in. Well, yeah, and well, that first wrong. one, too, that was against the Washington football team, and the date of that game had been changed multiple times. So it's yeah, kind of like excuse it. you could kind of excuse it a little bit. And, you know, yeah. the, the football team was playing better. They were starting to come together at that point. Then you go to Buffalo, and I'll tell you, Buffalo, I think Buffalo's for real. I think a lot of people yeah. are sleeping on the Buffalo Bills. No, I'm not sleeping on them anymore. Yeah, you and, can't anymore. They're the second best team, even record wise. Yeah, but I don't think people give them. They, they don't. They don't think. They, they think, think they're real. flimsy. Yeah, right. They're right. eleven and three. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you what. If I'm a team right now that's on the bottom end of the playoffs, and I'm facing the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh, the first round of the playoffs, I'm not fearing anything. No, right. You were you know, uh, Burrito just said, but not only did they lose, but look who they lost to, mm-hmm. and that's more telling than any who they lost to. They got out physical. Yeah, they got punched in the mouth yesterday. They made them like it, you know. It's not and like Joe Burrow Joe went off on him. It was freaking right, Finley. Right, <laughs> but look at this though. Did you see Ben's demeanor? He came out in the second half, had a whole different demeanor, ready to rock and roll, was going, but then lost it again. I've only seen that once, one other time when um with Ben, and you know he started going downhill at that point. So he's got to get it back together, man. It, this team is. This team is, is 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 ready to give up right now if he, if he doesn't get it back on track. And how You're about find out everything you need to know this weekend? By the way, against the Colts, 
you'll find out everything you need to know about him this yeah. weekend. Oh, yeah. You really oh, yeah. will. How about Juju doing the TikTok video on the, on the logo before yeah. the game, too? Now, what? How many weeks in a row has he yeah. done this? Yeah. It's just so that, the, freshen the it up. Weeks, yeah, no. The three weeks they've lost, he's done it. Yeah. How about pipe down and win a game? Hold on to right. the football and win a freaking football game. He got rocked. Yeah, but I can't imagine that i mean this doesn't seem like something that everybody's behind it seems like he's out there doing his own thing and i mean look if you were to read the tea leaves of how people in his position have acted prior to where they're just going out and doing different stuff you would think he's going to be the next guy gone in um, and and why not because they have mm -hmm. playpool they have johnson they have mm -hmm. guys that could easily slide in and take over a, a significant more of a workload but i, I just don't understand if there, are, I, I just don't understand how people wouldn't look at this. Players wouldn't look at this and be like, "What are you doing, man? Yeah, Dude, check I, yourself." We just don't need any extra. Why give this Bengals team anything extra at all right now? Yeah, they took That's upon themselves. For himself. Yeah, yeah, no. and they and when you get whipped like that, like they got whipped, they got took to the woodshed. They out-muscled that yeah, team. Yeah, you know? they were trying. This wasn't like the Saints who were not even sleepwalking, but asleep, horizontal in a bed for two quarters. The Steelers were trying. They were dropping balls. They were jumping off. It was Throwing it to triple coverage, double coverage, under-throwing balls. I mean, they couldn't run the ball. That offensive line is – I mean, that's a travesty for an offensive line to look that bad in a Steelers uniform. I tell you, <laughs> as we are about to be joined by the network, I got crushed last night on that game and if it wasn't for austin p and a little birdie oh, from the austin pay yeah oh, the governor's pay, and a little birdie from the pgf oh. i would have been crushed in partnership with jacob media you bet the governors i was told to you know when when the when they when the governor the middle starts now comes radio network presented by rocket mortgage home loans that fit your life rocket can live from the o'reilly auto parts studios here's aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays it's a tuesday remember it's a short week for us we only have one more show for you tomorrow before we take off for the rest of the christmas week here and a couple of things on a Tuesday. Now it means we're hanging with our pal Jason Martinez, who's with us for the next two at Jason Mert. You can follow along at Barrett Brooks. Of course, it's at B Brooks 72 NBCS. Harry Mays at Harry Mays to you, myself at Shander Show. Ron Culver is producing back in Houston. He has another edition of fake news coming your way in hour two. And a lot from dancing on logos and one of the worst performances you'll see in a primetime event last night to Pro Bowl voting and people outraged, even though it's not even a real game. The NBA season begins technically tonight. We have uh, all of us, I assume, are caught up on your honor. So we can start the conversation now, three episodes deep. Is there anybody right now that can raise their hand that has not watched episode three? So we, Barrett. Oh, jeez. Oh, here we go. Go ahead and talk about it. What were you doing? It's not even done yet. There's no, where's the excuse? The Eagles played it on Sunday. Bro, the Eagles played on Sunday, but then I watched the bowl game yesterday. It started uh, at 3 You're watching App State, North Texas. Yeah. It was a great play. game. And then I watched Then I watched the NFL game. Uh, and I was working on my table. Uh, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm torn here. What else do you want? I'm torn here, okay? Because there are not many people that work in sports who would watch that football game. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Props on that. 
I didn't watch either one. No. Well, I did, I did, if Harry didn't watch it, it didn't happen. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Vegas look, turned off the picks on that. Right, game. right, wow. right. But but the I didn't I didn't even fry chicken to it. Usually I fry chicken to football games. I didn't even fry chicken to it. I was just I just sat there watching it and never once thought about. So it's not official. Yeah, because well, you didn't have, have to wait chicken. until a following week. Well, hold on. No, no, I talk have, about it. You can talk about it. I have hey, an I'm idea. Episode, you haven't seen it. I have an well, idea. How about we give Barrett a timeout for the next 45, 50 minutes to go watch <laughs> it and then come back in the second hour and we can discuss it? That sounds like a reward. <laughs> it would be the best show he's ever had to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're back in three minutes. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy new year. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. All right. What up to the stream? Congrats to Angry Al had the Bengals plus 575 money line, Aton, on DraftKings. Wow. How about that? Not a bad play. <laughs> now, did you guys see that they flexed the Washington football team against Carolina to the second to the late window? Yes. So was something else moved out of that window? Well, I don't know. But the reason I would assume is so that the Eagles and Cowboys don't know what the result is, because if the Redskins won at one o'clock, that made that game totally like then the division. Right. And well, no, they didn't clinch the division, but the Eagles and the Cowboys were out. The Giants, I think, are technically were technically still in. But they if they lose to Baltimore, then they're done. Correct. Which I assume. Yes. Yeah. But yes, but if, the, if Washington uh, wins this next game, they're automatically in, right? Yeah, um, yeah they're automatically they're control in, their fate. Yeah, if they're in and the Giants lose, then that's it. That's it. Yeah, correct. Right. If then, in order for the Giants to win, Washington would have to win this week, then lose, and the Giants would have to win two straight. Correct. But if, if both of those guys lose, and we win next two, we're in. Correct. 
Washington has to lose on Sunday. That's the big thing. Yeah. Correct, correct. And we have to win. This is the middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so we opened up a little bit about this at the top of the hour on phillyvoice.com slash the middle. And again, Jason Ratitas hanging out with us on Tuesday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays with Jason. And yes, John Shelton, I'm sure amongst many on the stream, speaking for a bunch, asking when we'll get to the hockey update. <laughs> Jason, I'm sure at some point it will work its way naturally into conversation. But Last How about right now? Right well, now? actually, you know, there is there is a lot to discuss. So we don't we're not going to do it now, but there is a lot of because they, they just came out over the weekend with the whole approval and everything. And Jason can you know detail all that for us. Yeah, we'll they do that. What one thirty, Harry? Yeah, right around one. Yeah, one thirty <laughs> in, in double overtime on the show. Yeah, that's Harry and me on the phone. <laughs> we should just give you that. We'll go overtime till about ten after one o'clock, right. and then double overtime is one ten to whatever the hell you want. And it's yeah. just Jason on hockey. Yeah. Do we get to have pizza in between each overtime? <laughs> Something to eat in the room. You get to uh, rip a couple of drags like they do in, uh, you know, as Barrett was telling you, back. You get to pull a Len Dawson. Way back in the day. Smoking butts in the locker room. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So last night, I felt like was the first time that even when the Chiefs lost to the Raiders, like last night was the first time, even when the Seahawks lost to the Giants. And I think this was worse than the Rams losing to the Jets personally. Just if you look at the big picture of it, we really had over the weekend, Jalen Hurts locally, we'll continue to talk about him and, and everything that's happening with the Eagles in a second. But just to kind of put this thing in perspective as we shut the door on it, the real thing that truly happened here was both the Rams and the Steelers last night, huge favorites, got upset by bad football teams. But I, I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like the Jets were kind of hovering as is. And to lose to the Jets is humiliating. But it seems like the Steelers overall, where they are, the situation that they're in, the fact that they lost to a backup of backups, that just that's the worst loss of the season. How because they had desperation. Happen? Like they got to get it going again, Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, it's, it's those guys up there are scrambling. They're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Why can't they run the ball? Why is this offensive line looking as bad as they're looking right now? This this is this is horrible, man. And defensively, I mean, they were. They can't stop a mobile quarterback. And what is Mahomes going to do? They got to think of how how are they going to how they're going to be able to stop this guy. This is you know what Mahomes is going to do. He's going to shred them. (laughs) Well, the other thing, if they get there, the other thing too is if you're Pittsburgh, you know that the sand is running out of the Ben Roethlisberger hourglass. I know he says he wants to come back next year, and he probably will. And I hope he and I hope he does, but. You look at Cleveland just got their 10th win. Like that looks like that a roster and, and a team that is, you know, is really starting to legitimize itself in that division. And then you look at Baltimore, which they've you now starting to put on another winning streak as they head towards the end of the season. And you look at Pittsburgh heading in the opposite direction, just, just in their own division. Right. Like they've got some serious competition going forward. Yeah, we were talking about an undefeated season. This team's got I mean, they're, they're dropping their drawers right now. I mean, come on now. I mean, this is a, they got to do some some self evaluation, some serious self evaluations. They lost to a three and now three and ten Bengals team, and I don't even think the guy went over a hundred yards in the air, right? 
No, but he ran for almost 100 yards. Well, that that was a disgrace. Three ten and one. Don't forget the tie to the Eagles. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. That tie is going to be deadly right now. I mean, get it back to the Eagles. Let's go. But yeah, he ran seven yards. I mean, come on, that that was Ryan Finley didn't even have to do anything. Mm. Yet he think about this. Ryan Finley didn't even have to do anything. Yet if you watch the game, you saw Ryan Finley do a lot. It was mm. hollow. He, he didn't even throw for 100 yards. He barely ran for 47 yards. Now, granted, he had scores. You look at him, he threw for a touchdown. He ran for a score. But the reality is that that offense wasn't doing much. It's not like they no. were blowing the doors out and they had this record day just to stay alive with the Steelers team that was darting down the field. This was, was yeah. this bad. Every time he tried to throw the ball, they would knock it. I mean, it, it, they played great pass defense, but – they couldn't stop the read option. Come on. You well, couldn't you can't stop the read option. And you know that's coming in that yeah, game. Right. When yeah. you got Finley. I mean, you know that's what they're gonna do. And that's you still can't. Can. Yeah. They have no other options. It's it's crazy. I, I'm stunned by it. and like Barrett, you play in the NFL and you know like when when you're on a heater like that and you're just ticking off wins, you gotta lose at some point, and it's almost good that you lose because you go, all right. This, we're not talking about a stupid streak anymore. Now we can get ready for the playoffs. But they not only they lose one to Washington, then they lose to Buffalo, and then they lose this game. This is like a really bad time to really be reeling. Bad. I mean, the boat is taking on water, and they're mm -hmm. trying to get the water out of the boat with a teaspoon. Yeah. Well, the biggest thing is two two factors right now that, that the coach is cussing them out about right now. Number one, you can't run the ball. Come on. This is a team that's built on running three yards in a cloud of dust. So you can't run the ball. That's number one. Number two, you let a team out hit you, out physical you. That's that's a travesty. That's 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 one of those unwritten that you can't allow happen when you're in a Steeler uniform. You never let a team out physical you, and that Bengals team just out hit them. I tell you, it would be great to listen into the Mike Tomlin press conference the day after because he is amazing in front of the microphone. Yeah. You know, he, um, we, we don't we don't deal in uh, narratives. You know, he he just like tells the media the way it is, and he's he's a great leader. But the, the best thing about this game last night is the text chain between Aton Barrett and myself, which I'm just observing because I'm watching Hell on Wheels. Okay, <laughs> and here we go. He tells Thanks you first of all hell, what, which is this game, right? What bets he has, and I'm okay. Then immediately the game's in the first quarter. It's over for Pittsburgh. Was I wow. right? Was I right? <laughs> I could tell the body language. You think I was overreacting to a bet? This was me with my magnifying glass. I could tell that body language was shot. This right and I'm away. like, and I'm like, easy man, easy. This, now. this is now. slop. He says in another text, and then he goes, <laughs> um, he tells, he's saying all these injuries. No way, Boyd comes back. This is insane. Out. And Boyd was out, and I got that right. The guy's head slammed on the back of the uh, the canvas. He was cooked. This is embarrassing national television. <laughs> He's just going <laughs> off. I think the best thing about being on the show only two days a week is that I'm not on that text exchange. Oh, <laughs> let's add him. Let's add him, Aton. Yeah, I think at that point, that sounded like I'm a out. plea. Jason plea. has left the conversation. <laughs> no, there were some gems last night, man. I was heated. That oh, was, I've seen your gems. Yeah. That was, well, think about it. It, it was a perfect play at the half. You had the Steelers down, right? And again, stuff is new to more than just Barrett, so it's not just him. But you know, you you see a team that's a heavy favorite down seventeen nothing, 
And that's where I jump in at the very least on a money line play. That's where I jump in at like, you know, minus one and a half, something like that. That you would think would be a lock. Yeah, sure. They're going to come back. They come back in the third, fourth quarter and they couldn't stop Cincinnati. That was the problem. Even when they cut the lead, they couldn't stop Cincinnati. And oh, the worst about the whole situation, as we're going out, I see the damn Muppets. Mm-hmm. The Muppets. Oh, bad. Come on. What, the, the old men? Was it the old men? Yeah. So the they're the only men. ones worth watching. The yeah, grumpy old men? Yeah. <laughs> People used to describe Jason and me as those two guys when <laughs> yeah. we did our show together. I could see that. Yeah. I would, oh, these knees, these <laughs> knees won't quit, Harry. <laughs> now, who were the Muppets that you two were in the auditorium perched down on ripping? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. One that I'm not going to answer. Everybody. Uh, no, no, I didn't Depends. mean. Are we on the air or on break? Yeah, that's true, true, true. Well, we're always on the air. That's the thing with the stream. Really yeah, this show never breaks. No, I'm but, talking about when, when me and Harry did the show. Who were uh, we ripping? Were we on uh, the air or not? Depending. Yeah, I guess you're right. That, that conversation shifted <laughs> drastically. What are they talking about? Depending on who was on top. Uh, then, other than that, so here's the question for you. All right, here's the question. The Pittsburgh Steelers, after this game, they've now lost three straight. And in order to just salvage something here, no, they're going to play at home unless I I can't do the math in front of me. But if they lose out, then they lose the division. And clearly that's going to be a problem. Cleveland is only a game behind them. So they host the Colts this Sunday. That's fine. We'll see what the hell they have, if anything. The following weekend. They're in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the only question I have about this game. Will Juju dance on the Browns logo before that game? (laughs) I hope so. I do, too. (laughs) That's a strong. If that's the case, then I'm pouring everything on the Browns. (laughs) Bruh, bruh, there's no way. There is no way that that head coach lets him do anything. Even let him go out before half. I mean, uh, before pregame. (laughs) He's going to make him stay inside if he does something stupid like that again. In fact, half the team, half the guys on the team will probably choke him to death if he goes out to trying to be a nut. Well, here's the thing. Cleveland doesn't Cleveland play the Jets this week. They're going to dump all over the Jets. And yeah. then if Pittsburgh loses this week to the Colts, the game's for the division. Right. And and now Pittsburgh has lost four straight after losing to the Colts. And they're playing a hot team in the Browns who just absolutely S kicked the, the Jets, I'm presuming, for the division. Then Pittsburgh's in trouble. Well, you know what? They're they're gonna play up to the caliber of the of the guys they're playing. Like they're gonna play, they're gonna they're gonna come ready to play this indie team. You're gonna see a totally different team to what you saw. You like them this week? Early? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially with, with Rivers back there. Steelers yeah. are getting Jackson. points. The Steelers are Jackson. getting points at home. Oh. Yes. Yeah. That's what yes, they, they should. What is oh, it? What's the number? They could fall all the way to the seventh seed. With yep. a loss and with two losses. If they yeah, finish they could be playing wild card weekend, huh? Yeah. It's yeah. one and a half right now. Indy, I, I imagine that gets pounded and probably would switch over. I imagine by Friday, or I know we're not on the air, but by Friday or so, we're talking about a line that started out as Indy with the road favorite and then as the road dog. I can't imagine that the Steelers yeah. will stay this way. Come on. There'll be, there'll be a one and a half or two to two and a half point home favorite eventually, I think. Or I would six seed, so. maybe that's as low as they could go. That's six. Still insane. I, have yeah. we seen a team start 11 and 0? And then lose five. Yeah, Kotite team. <laughs> oh, a Richie Kotite. Yeah. What do you mean his team? He was he's he was eleven and five here. 
well, he would. I think they started like eight and zero one year, and then yeah, they, they did. And then yeah. they lost. They lost out. Yeah, yeah. That, this is a bad look. Now, Mike yeah. Tomlin is clearly not. He's not co-tight. Yeah, but I wonder at one point. Okay, so here's another question to ponder. We'll take a quick break. There is something happening. I spoke to one of Carson Wentz's biggest supporters last night, and I got a pretty shocking recommendation from him about Wentz that I did not anticipate hearing. And it really did make me think about an angle to this story that we haven't really explored. But before that, if in fact the Steelers lose out, and if in fact the Steelers wind up, as Harry said, as the sixth seed and get knocked out in the playoffs in the first round, would you really want, with all of this young talent that you can throw the football to, would you really want Big Ben to come back one more year and delay finding a quarterback in the draft? Think about that. All right. It's mm. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, Jason Ratitas is in the house. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Yeah, Aton, did you get in on the action of uh, betting Charlie Woods to see if he'll win his first major by the age of 25? Is that a legal bet? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll tell you, I got all of them here. There's several different ways you can get involved in the Charlie Woods action. Where the heck is it? I love it when I can't find emails that I send to myself. Here we go. He said, not Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> what? <laughs> <clears throat> Charlie Woods. <laughs> All right. He's seven to one to win a major championship. By um, in a, at a book over in Europe. Let's see here. By how how old though? No, this doesn't. I don't think this has an age uh, <clears throat> on it. Bookmakers Corral 
whatever that is, Corral Casino, by pricing Charlie at 7-1 to one to win a major, 25-1 to one to win a Masters at some point, and 10-1 to one to become the world's number one player by 2040. All right, hold on to that for a second. All right. Where's Jason, by the way? You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. A lot of people on the stream brought up the Charlie Woods phenomenon that yeah. people were locked into. And Harry knows that I've married into a golf-playing family. Everybody in the family plays golf. Far better than me, of course. And that's what's always on. You know, go over to the house and the golf channel's on. And, Same at my house. Yeah, yeah. constantly talking yeah. about some random person on tour who did this. And, of course, Charlie Woods was a multiple text conversations about Charlie Woods. And then that fast forward in the break, Harry had some odds from, I guess, a book overseas. Yeah. Just about Charlie Woods and his future and all of the expectation that he's going to come in and follow the footsteps of his father. And and look, I'll just say this as an average, somebody who's very passive and doesn't consider themselves an expert by any means to the game. You can see certain traits that, you know, are going to be full on developed. That's all he's going to do is play golf. It's pretty easy to make an assumption that if this is the path that Charlie Woods wants to go down, he's going to be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's got a great move on yeah. the ball. I mean, it's unbelievable. And the, the funny thing that I enjoyed the most about it, watching it over the weekend, is the mannerisms that he has that are exactly like his father's. I mean, he yeah. he, he leans on the putter the same way on the green. I mean, he, he, he marks the ball. It's just funny. It's like you're watching a little man, a little Tiger Woods. It's hilarious. <laughs> it just comes, you know, when your kids look up to you. See, my kids are totally the opposite. Of I guess they don't look up to me. Oh, yeah? Neither one of my boys, they wanted to play football until they started playing football. Uh -huh. and they figured, oh, this is hard. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they were like, no, I'm, I'm going to use my mind instead of my body. By the way, where's Jason? Well, his internet, I, I guess, hit the fritz. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so at some point, we just... We can't. I don't know. We'll get you a. Gotta, you got to bring him into the modern age, like you guys brought me. I know. Uh, what is this, Aton? I mean, what are we dealing with here? Uh, honestly, <laughs> you know, you would think this is the this is crazy, and this is what the pandemic has truly exposed. I think more so than anything mm -hmm. is people thought that just whatever low cost internet that they're paying for each month, Bobo internet. Yeah, like just whatever over the counter non. Mm -hmm extension type internet that you buy as part of your triple play package or whatever that is, is enough. And then you start to rely on your internet right. and realize, wait a second, this really isn't enough. Yeah. I got these Wi-Fi extenders at the CVS, Bo. Yeah, I'm you. <laughs> not, not when you got a, a one kid on a zoom call at school and the other kid who should be on a zoom call at school, that's playing Xbox live. You've got the spouse, whoever it is, if, if you are working and the other person is not, or both of you are working, whatever it is, and people are draining. I mean, all of a sudden you realize, wait a second here. Now this, this thing doesn't play out. Now I have, it, Harry's been here. So there are a bunch of TVs and, and that's what we run is, is off the internet, but who knows? I, Jason, He'll be back with us in a second. 
you know, as you and you and I both know, he's got the bladder the size of a walnut. So he might have to go. He might have had to just run up to the men's room and just closed out his screen. That's true. You know. <laughs> oh my goodness! I know that. Now I found this video real real quick. So yeah, this is great. We'll talk over it as it plays, but it's basically this side by side of Tiger and Charlie, and they're doing everything. I know everything from how he moves his hat to the quick little quarter. Look at that speed. swing! Look at that move! That's everything unbelievable. Is, everything. He even had the fist bump, bump was classic, right? Yes. Now, do you think they worked on that for TV? I don't think so. I think that's just. I think he does that in the backyard when he's practicing. Is that right? Yeah. Now he he would tee off like 150 yards ahead on some holes, and you know he'd get out the driver and pipe one, and you know put it up near the green, and then he he'd look back at Tiger and he'd give him the thumbs up, and Tiger'd be waiting to see. All right, do I have to hit? And if Charlie gave him the thumbs up, he knew he was good. It was awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Look, there you go. Thumbs up right now. <laughs> crazy man. It's like in that great that they're putting up. Like, no, nah, you're good. Man, that is amazing. It's uncanny, isn't it? And, and Mr. Matt, that kid really didn't have is. to do anything for us of his life. He didn't have to do anything. No, I know. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. And and this is and it's not the only thing on the planet, don't get me wrong. But the thing about golf and like like any sport, like it would be the same for one of your sons, Barrett, if some college came and said, Hey, you know, we want to give your kid a scholarship, Kansas State, we want to give your kid a scholarship to play right guard, tight end, linebacker, whatever. If your kid or Woods or Jordan or Bronny, if you can't play, then that's only going to take you so far. You're going to be on the right. bench and probably out. And golf to, is is even crazier to the extent in which you don't have that team and you can't. Look at Jordan's really, sons. Yeah, exactly. So I I think for for Charlie to be good at golf, the only thing that really will carry over is probably countless hours that he was bitching and moaning at his dad. Like, do we really need to stay out here another six hours? Just <laughs> hit the same shot over and over again. It looks like he loves the game, though. It does. It, it does. really does. He, he had a lot of fun. Yeah, well, I that's watched. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that's not yesterday. I, I'm, I imagine that's like when he first is out there. Yeah. How, yeah. Old, how old do you take a kid? Like, what's the youngest you can take a kid. I just bought my niece. My niece is is three, just over three. And I just bought her one of these things for Christmas where it's like this l small little ramp. You know those Hot Wheels ramps that used to have yeah. bar go down? So picture one of those ramps. And instead of cars that go down, it's these plastic golf balls. And oh, is it like a little stint meter? <laughs> yeah, kind of. To measure the speed of the green? <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, the, it's a ramp. Oh, that, that, that has all these plastic balls and then it comes up with a T and you can whack the ball off a T. Oh, okay. So it basically gets you going with like the process of hitting and, and hitting through. Now she's three, but again, right. her mother played college golf. Well, that's when Tiger started. He was three. He was on the Mike Douglas show when he was three years old hitting right. balls. Oh, well, that's it. Yeah. I was asking, you know, like when, yeah. when you could actually bring a kid out and it starts to resonate on golf. Look at this, man. He, and this is terrible. Aton's trying to set his, his niece up to, to be his, his moneymaker. He's going to be the agent so he can get paid from this point on. Hey, why to, not? I respect it. Yep. <laughs> I respect <laughs> the effort, Aton. I, I already did that with my nephew on my, my blood side where my blood nephew up. And I tried to get him as an Eagles fan. Yeah. But my brother-in-law 
he is a diehard Giants fan. And I, I sent a couple of Eagles stuff up there, like clothing and things. I swear that stuff didn't even make it to to the kid. I swear, I think that stuff was regifted immediately. Yeah. And there's I had a, somebody walking around the street next to him wearing it. I had all the same intentions with my nephew playing football because he started at a very young age and was big yeah. and looked good. But now he seems to be having some knee problems, so I'm probably out on that. I'm gonna have to right, look elsewhere. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. already. Yeah. Right. My, You're uh, bailing like Jason Martinez bailed on this show. Right. Yeah. Man, I, I've had some pretty bad excuses that I've thrown out in high school, maybe even in college, but shaky internet. Yeah. I don't know if I trust that one. I think Jason just bailed. I think you guys, really are, being, you guys are being really, really generous to him right now because you guys crushed me. No, no we'll, we'll crush him when he gets back online. Trust me. Oh, okay. lying. We don't think he's being honest. We think he just bailed. All right, we're back in three minutes. A lot happening. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. We've never experienced a year like 2020. A deadly pandemic, political division, social unrest, natural disasters. Yet, we're still here, and now so are the holidays. Hi, I'm John Dockery. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy new year. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. From a man's perspective, tell me if this is just way out of pocket. Oh, wow. What's going on? <laughs> I'm just going through this. Uh, let's see. We got some action here. We got some action here. Did I delete this? Hate to do it to him. Not Jeff. Come on, you mother. Where the hell is the trash at? Damn it, I did delete it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. That's how you run. When are we back? Uh, 30 seconds. 91 L6ers. Harry saw an early afternoon stage girl use one of those ramps and balls for her ping pong ball. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Good. 
Sonic has closed 10 locations in Pennsylvania, according to Jeff Bruder. Oh, yeah. On the Sports Map Radio Network. The middle baby. Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right. Now, technically, it's a Tuesday. So Jason Martinez was with us for a couple of minutes and then bailed. But we'll see if we get him back. If not, don't worry. We have a lot of things planned. It's not like we needed him for the integral structure of this programming. I don't even know if we have integral structure. Yeah, oh, our okay. infrastructure is is not very uh, sturdy at this point. Not at all. No, but maybe Carter Hart called to do an emergency podcast. Uh, you know, because the season is about to start. Well, I do have a theory about that. So Jason is known, of course, for working and covering the Flyers and really the NHL. He's mm-hmm. a strong voice in the NHL. Somebody who's covered and played the game for a while. But also here in Philadelphia, like all of us, people know him for being able to talk about what's happening locally as well. And I think he was getting crushed on the stream about no updates on his hockey podcast, Stick to Hockey. And a couple of people were like, yo, Bo, where are the updates? Where are the updates, Bo? (laughs) And I think he forgot to update something. And that was a reminder to mm-hmm. him that he missed out on something and then he was like oh sh- you know fill in the blank can't say that let me get out of here let me bail so he in ducked fact, out to do the pod well to upload i think it was just a matter of he he forgot to upload so i don't think oh. he's physically recording a pod right now but my guess is that oh man he saw one of these messages on the stream that said yo bo where's the update <laughs> he thought to himself damn it that thing didn't load i forgot yeah. it slept through i was watching that Cincinnati victory last night completely forgot to upload my podcast all right well and hopefully he comes back to give us the update on the start of the NHL season which is January the 13th and they're redoing all the scheduling and stuff it's pretty cool uh but I just to put a a period on the Charlie Woods conversation Aton this this I might do this and I suggest you too sportsbettingdime.com 825 to one. Charlie has to win a major by the age of 25. Isn't that worth a couple of shekels? Yes, I agree. Now, I I would think based off just the payout alone, it's worth it. But yeah. by 25 years old, you know, he's going to play golf in college, right? Is you would that, think. Is that a safe assumption? I can't believe we uh, we haven't heard that Stanford has already offered him a scholarship. Maybe right. he already has a standing scholarship there because that's where the old man went. Right, right. You know, like as if he needs it. Right. Some poor yeah. kid should be getting that. <laughs> well, I, I don't necessarily know that if somebody else gets a golf scholarship instead of Charlie Woods, that would necessarily be one of those quote poor kids. Right. You're talking, somebody on the golf team's going to get a scholarship and might as well go to Charlie Woods. Right. Right. <laughs> it's he not need that. Yeah, he's got. He's he's not even going to have to go. He's not. He's not have to go to the to the to the to the program as far as getting food from the cafeteria. He doesn't need that cafeteria car. He's got his own chef in his room. Right. Oh, he's not going to even be in the dorms. No. He's going to buy a dorm. Not at all. Charlie is just going to be completely removed from reality. <laughs> and rightfully so. I, I would, too, if I had that juice. But yeah, <laughs> right, right. you would think that he... Cachet. When, when did Tiger Woods win his first major? 21? 
Um, 21 years and some odd months, right? What, the Masters in 97, right? So uh, I forget how old he was. Was that his first major? Was yeah. Master? Yeah. Masters in, in 97? Yeah. So how old is Tiger now? He is 44. Mm -hmm. So he's born in 75 and 97. All right, so 22. But the Masters was December 30th, so he's still – or his birthday, pardon me, is December 30th. The Masters was in April. Yes, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So he's yeah. technically still 21. You know, he's born the same day as Carson Wentz. Is that right? I think Carson Wentz is a December 30 baby, isn't he? Wow. December 30th. Yeah. yeah. Look wow. at that. That's great knowledge by you. How about that? Because well, we just looked up Wentz for something else, and I remember looking at his age. That's Wednesday, saying, right? What's that? Is it Wednesday? Wednesday a or week, Thursday? A week from tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I remember Wednesday. you saying that. Yeah. I yeah. remember you saying a week from tomorrow. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Look at that. And then it came back here. Same day, same birthday. I wonder who else. That's a pretty big gap uh, yeah, no. for the two. But I'm just curious. It's just odd. I look my 28, I mean, the 29th, 28th. So he's but still so Tiger was 21. I like that bet. Yeah. I, you know, I think that's that's a good one. Yeah, same day as LeBron James. Nice shout there, Jeff Bruder, on the stream. December 30th, man. That's a power day right now. But it kind of sucks when you're a kid, though, because you don't get any presents on uh you won't get double presents. Presents on but Christmas and your birthday. I got your beat on that because I had a triple situation. So How was that? I'm December 12th, right? And uh, being in the middle of the month and growing up, like my mom on her side, Russian Jews, my dad is Israeli, so grew up clearly in a Jewish household. My parents divorced when I was two, and my dad remarried to my current stepmom, who is Irish Catholic from Long Island. So mm. immediately we started to celebrate Christmas as well. So I had in December... I had Hanukkah, which usually was around the time of my birthday, 12-12, and then my birthday, and then Christmas at the end of the year. And a lot of times what would happen is I would get something like the first day of Hanukkah, which would be on like December 8th, and it would be a big present, not like a car or anything, but it would be like, you know, a decent <laughs> present. And people would be like, all right, that's it. Like, just so you know, that's it. And I would then get the option like this is how mature it was for me to where I would then have the option of do you want your big present early, like big meaning only right. early or do you want to wait until Christmas and get the present and get like, you know, some trinkets or like a pad and pencil for your. Right. You didn't get the eight days of Hanukkah deal no, like, no. oh, well, man, fair, eight days of Hanukkah is small little stuff. It's not right. But but isn't it cool to have something every day for over a week like to look to anticipate that? Yeah, I got a reminder. That's what I got, which is we already gave you your present. <laughs> I got that seven times. They over. took a picture of your present and gave you the picture. Remember have, this? I got to tell you, it's amazing. And it, this is not anything specific. It's across the board, any religion. It's amazing how dry a religious holiday actually is when you take the gift giving element away from it. Yeah. It's amazing when Go you ahead. just stay on the religion, when especially because you're indoctrinated into the gift giving part so early. Sure, sure. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, you're an adult now. We're going to give you this is a big present right. this is a responsibility. We're going to. What is this present. Passover? This is no fun. What is this no. Rosh Hashanah? <laughs> no, where's <laughs> my gift? Right. You can't even give me chocolate candy on the way out of temple. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> God, you guys are horrible man Billyvoice.com. well I'm, I'm just saying you know it's it's 
look, there aren't many holidays, and I grew up in this early on, right? But there aren't many holidays where you're giving things to people. Mm. Hold and, up, man. How do we miss your birthday, bro? Well, I was very quiet about it. Yeah, I, I yeah, mean, but you're wrong for that, man. Why did you say anything, man? Well, what do you want me to say? Hey, it's my birthday. Hey, well, damn right, because when I'm it's my 42. birthday, I want... I, on my birthday, I'm expecting some things. I'm, I'm expecting a present uh, while I'm up here on the show. Ding dong. Yeah, you guys got me a present. May 5th. Cinco what? de Mayo. Yes. May 5th? Well, how old will you be? Cinco de Mayo. I'll be 49, baby. All right. Well, wow. then Cinco de Mayo. No, we're going to wait till you're 50 to get <laughs> you a present. I'm going to give you a gift at 49. And I'm gonna, see, this is the thing. This is like yeah. asking for something on the third day of Hanukkah when they yeah. have a ready for me. <laughs> Let me guess. You're 49. You're going to be 49 uh, for the next five or six years anyway, right? <laughs> the way it's looking, man, it's pandemic. It's supposed to be like a new COVID uh, coming over from Europe. Right oh, now. that's BS. Total. That's fake news. Fake news. Okay. Ron, yeah. Ron, can you can you can you confirm this, Ron? Is Ron our in-house epidemiologist? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Ron, no, Ron I, plays I, a lot of roles on the radio. Uh, just call me Ron Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ron Fauci. <laughs> Do you still have that Fauci promo? Uh, or did somewhere. all that stuff get rubbed since the show changed? No, I have it saved somewhere. It would take me a while to find it, though. No, we're not asking you to do that, man. We're not, well, no, I mean, look, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not offering to work. Right. It was more my why suggestion. You, why you assumed that you needed to say that, Barry, that I'm, you're not asking me to do that. That's yeah. all right. No, that was me kind of asking, hey, do you have it in arm's reach? No, you don't? No, then... I, I might. I might have it in arm's reach. You're like the the human version of the gripper back there. You know that no. thing? Like, if you don't have that extension to where it's that piece of machinery, it's not even a real machine. It's like just a little squeeze thing, like an extension of your arm. That's pure laziness. That's what yeah. that is. Oh, I love those things. The gripper? <laughs> That's pure laziness, man. Not the gripper, but the gripper. <laughs> um, Are you, were you talking about the dueling Fauci promo? Yes. Do you have that? See, Penguin AZ knows me. There you go. I, right, I'm, ex go. I'm expecting Seagram 7 on uh, May 5th. So okay. we have this. Tony Tony does a really good. Tony D and Ron Culver, the morning show here on Sports Map Radio. Tony D does a really good Fauci. And we heard a promo in the middle of the show that we were doing a couple of months ago. And it just got us talking about it on, on the show. So we started to mess around with it. And it's just, I don't know. Every time I hear Fauci. I think of this. You got it. Well, you think of Tony D. Yes, I think of Tony D. Yeah, who's fantastic with his impersonation. Right, this isn't the. Uh, this this is just the drivers, and this is just you talking. Okay, okay that's fine. The first, and I can't get it out of my head. Tony's Fauci is awful. I think I've heard Tony do other impressions. I've heard him do voices, if you will, and they're all great. They're all on the level, but I don't know. There's something about that Fauci that's really off. This is the dueling Fauci's here. That the idea of having treatments available to facilitate the re-entry of students into the fall term would be something that would be a bit of a bridge too far. Or we may never be able to shake hands <laughs> ever again. It's more like if you have two people in a room, it's better if one of them leaves. Tony's Fauci sounds like what the real Fauci would sound like if he were yelling. Exactly. The real Fauci sounds like he's been yelling at the president for the last eight hours. 
All right, so there's no music to that, but we at least got the, the, doesn't he sound doesn't Tony sound like and and I said it on the show at the time like he he sounds like and God rest his soul now but my 89 year old grandfather on the last stop at the F train in Jamaica Queens mm. yeah yelling yeah. at me for not wearing a hat outside when it's you know 55 degrees and sunny either that or it's Dr Fauci uh, on the commode trying to work out a uh, a number two <laughs> and speak at the same time. Oh, you think that's what is he doing interviews like very that? strenuous? Well, you know, Herm Edwards is famous for doing interviews on the treadmill. We've had Brett Brown locally yeah. on interviews where he's jogging. Right. And do you think that is, is there anything out there that would indicate this is real or is this just you? No, it's just me. I mean, oh. I told you about Stuart Bradley on the commode. We did an interview with me way back in the day. Stop, yeah. man. Come on. Yeah, I told you about that on the, the first week of the show. That's you right. were serious. Yeah. On this show. Wow. All our stories are real here. Come on. Right, right. Flame or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, was that was real. Now that that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he drops one and be like, oops. It was clear. It was hilarious. <laughs> and we called him out on it. I'm sure. <laughs> like we realized it. I'm saying, dude, you're you're in the John. Yeah, it would be hilarious if we had the other guy who was there at the time who's supposed to be currently with us. But look, it doesn't take this long to restart a remote. No, I know. Uh, he's, let's, he's, let's, he bailed. Let's he flat clear. bailed. Yeah, he's out. Yeah. And and I think that's fair to say right now is that Jason wanted no part of this. Maybe no. you know, a new tournament on you guys he's got to get to. I don't know. No, you guys Made him very sensitive, man. Talking about his hockey, man. The hockey is something you don't play around with. Well, he, why, he, why do people call that the hockey? It's not just hockey, but the hockey. The hockey. Well, I don't that's know. What, that's what people call hockey. The hockey. Is that right? Yeah, people that I know, especially at the office, the hockey is uh. Well, we have the hockey coming up. I'm like, what is the hockey? The hockey at NBC Sports here in Philly. That's what they call it. The hockey. The hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I I don't know. That's a term that's new to me. A lot I of mean, a lot. A lot. Canadians I was content to give him at least five minutes to go over, you know, what is going to happen January 13th and how they're reorganizing the division, yeah. how many games they're going to play. And, you know, if they're going to play in their own building, the whole deal. You would All right, so they're not going to be in a bubble. No, no. no, neither is the NBA, which starts tonight. Tonight. Now, we'll take a quick break. We have a, a bunch of things we'll get to again. Hour two on a Tuesday short week for us, but still fake news with Ron. We're jammed. It's the middle Philly slash the middle and sports map radio. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy new year. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. 
For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Two minutes. Two minutes. So we got one left. Of nobody. Oh my God! Did you see that? What? Wow. Angry Al blasting Ron Culver. You see that, Aton? What's that? Angry Al blasting Ron Culver. No. Can we actually get some stories of interest? Last fake news was the dumbest stories I've ever heard. Team the chance to win. One second left. Jeez. How about that? I think uh, I think Al's pretty angry this morning. That is an unsolicited kick to the temple. Yeah, I don't know if I support that. Oh. Yeah, guys. Also, man, Kevin Green, man, passing. One yeah, of the best dudes that? I know, bro. Yeah, he's really that. good guy. Really good uh, guy. Fifty-eight years old, man. I know, man. What they say he passed from? Wind close. They didn't say COVID. No. No, I don't think that was that, right? Oh my goodness. So this is this is my favorite story now. You are listening to the middle on the Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Uh, we have another breakdown. It's so powerful, this breakdown coming your way in two minutes. Setting it up knocked off my green screen. That's how powerful of a video this thing is. <laughs> now, real quick, I saw this last night. It's my favorite story out right now. The Detroit Lions fired another coach. They go from firing Matt Patricia to now their special teams coach. This was after that failed fake punt that they ran. I don't know if you caught this failed fake punt that they ran. There goes Barrett's camera. Um, (laughs) Sunday or Saturday, right? When did they play? No, yesterday. But it was an embarrassment. I didn't see it. Okay, it was so disjointed, you'd have to wonder, did they even know it was going on? Hmm. The answer to that, gentlemen, is no. Daryl Bevel, the interim head coach, had no idea they were going to run the fake punt. No other coach knew they were going to run the fake punt. Right down to half the guys on the field at the time in which they ran the fake punt didn't even know they were going to run the fake punt. Well, which players knew? The punter within the center? Was yeah, that it? The punter, the, the snapper, and the guy that the punter was supposed to throw to. That's it. Wow. wow. It. How's that possible, Barrett? I don't know. That is impossible. How, how, everybody has to be in on it in order for them to block it correctly. Right. Yes. You know, but, I mean, how do you, you inform three players? How do the other eight and one of the other coaches on the sideline not know? And how right. do you not tell the head coach? Right. Even if he's the interim. All right, we're back. It's another wow. breakdown coming your way. I love that story. That, that guy That's so Detroit. Out. 
Yes, it's the middle. All right, got a breakdown coming up. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. This breakdown is over the speed screen. Now, this is the Quez Watkins. Now, speed screens are different from slow screens. Slow screens are used to the running back or the tight end, and it usually goes inside and goes out. Speed screens are out here by a wide receiver or tight end, running back, whatever is out here, and they try to get the ball to him immediately. And then the inside guy blocks the guy over him. Then, after that, everybody tries to get a kickout block. The first guy out there, the offensive lineman, usually a tackle or the frontside guard, will kick out the widest guy on the field. They're trying to get to this alley and get up the field. That's exactly what they're trying to do. On this the alley is the numbers. Yep. Shows the speed, why they drafted him. 4-3 guy out of Southern Miss, straight Jets. All right, to get the ball to him out here, watch. The big guys get out. He has a kickout block. He's, he was done a favor. The defender ran inside because anytime you have 360 pounds going out there at six foot eight, you don't want no static, man. So watch. Hertz gets the ball out to Watkins. Watch it get out there. Watch this the- is a business decision. Watch this. Oh, I'm go- six foot eight, 380. He don't want none of that. He don't want none of the action. And then it's just straight speed after that. They have this ability. They just haven't done it enough that these guys are used to it. Now they're starting to get ready with the speed, um, the speed they have, and Hertz is able to get the ball out there. I think they're going to run this play a lot more. Bro, a little did you see that little by DB? Watkins. Yeah. <laughs> but you see Quiet the DB? The he saw 6'8", six, eight, six, eight, 360 pounds coming towards him. He ducked in and ducked out trying to get away from him. He's like, no, nah, I don't want any of that stuff. Yeah, which one was that? Was that uh, 33? What's that? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I told you. Like, like, that was one of several plays I saw on Sunday where that kid wants no part of contact. No, no Nothing. static at all. We no. should have took advantage of that a lot more. A lot more. Man, he that was no static, though, that you'll, you'll definitely – expect to see that i do wonder and you know it's a short week for us so it's not like we'll have the luxury on thursday and friday to take some more time and look at this game so we might as well start now again we'll have overtime today but what do you think barrett let's start here what do you think specifically dallas is going to do on defense that we haven't seen done yet with jalen hurts because now you have two games of hurts on tape one where he can beat you, literally beat you with his legs. And the other where his legs were kind of held in check to an extent, but he was able to make throws down the field. So what do you do now that you have two games of tape with him and still early, clearly in his career? They're going to blitz him. They're going to blitz the hell out of him, you know, because he's shown the ability that if you just rush for that, he can, he can get out and he can make something happen. So, what do you do? You start blitzing them. Make them make quicker decisions. Get them uncomfortable in that pocket. I mean, that's what that's what the um, the, the Cardinals started doing. They started wrestling with um with with Buda Baker, all those guys, bringing them up into the line of scrimmage, making them make a quicker decision. So I mean, I, I I'm looking forward to this game, this matchup. As far as what are we going to do on special teams, though? Right. 
that's going to be the thing I'm looking at. Our special teams suck. They stink. But, I mean, wouldn't you just do a lot of Miles Sanders and and quarterback, you know, runs up the middle, like sort of like following your guard? And, you know, that's, Dallas can't yeah. stop anybody. I know. I just want to say you run power, right. run inside zone, things like that. Pull somebody from backside, pull them up in the hole, pound them in the middle because they're soft in there. But we're still talking about an Eagles team that don't like to run the ball. Yeah, we didn't run the ball near enough this last game, not near enough, and we're still in the game. If we run the ball against this this Cowboy team, they really don't want it static. If you could beat up on them, I see them giving up really early. I don't think they'll fight after you. You know, you get up, especially if you get up on like 16, 17 points going into halftime. They'll lay down, man. They don't yeah. want to fight. After that. But don't let them get up. I got a great uh, Jarrah Jones quote for you, apparently oh, yeah. from his radio show today. You know Clarence Hill Jr. Do you follow him yeah, on Twitter? I don't follow him, but I know who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, I, I follow him. He's he's pretty good with the Cowboys. You want to give it to us? Well, they were talking about how how surprised he was about this season, and he said, "I I thought we had uh, personnel wise one of the best teams that we've ever had." That's the quote. <laughs> now, of course, he's going to say that because he's quasi the GM, right? Right. So that's an indictment of the coaching staff, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I think also that you have to factor in Dak Prescott. I mean, think about it. If Dak Prescott's healthy this year, they run don't they run away with this division? They you may be think. topped in the NFC if they if he was still here. Hmm. Because yeah. I mean on paper, that team is amazing. And yeah. that's a quarterback that they refuse to extend, by the way. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, that's that's what Newey said. His agent is uh, a big stick right there in Jerry's crawl. Mm. In my crawl. <laughs> <laughs> He's a stick in my crawl. <laughs> All right, let's go. We're back. I, I, Jason, I guess, is not coming back. Yeah, he's shot. Yeah, he's out. Name a well, profession some people would like to be buried with. Top five answers on the board. Is a Nothing. I, I, was, I was looking at a text. From who? Jason? Yes. Ring. Jewelry is number one. Wow. Starts yeah. now. On the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. You know, gentlemen, as we turn the clock here on the East Coast and start to head into Tuesday afternoon and look ahead to the week, we've got a, a lot of bowl games today, which is probably going to prevent Barrett Brooks yet again from watching episode three of Your Honor. Right. Nevada is on at 3.30 Eastern, so take that out. Take that window out. Right. And Barrett's going to watch anything other than football. Nevada Tulane. He's locked in mm -hmm. already. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll make sure I'll have it for tomorrow. Guaranteed. Oh, I'll, I'll stay up a little later. <laughs> That's all I'll we have. Later. One more day. So we need you to get in there yeah, by tomorrow. Yeah. Now, there's a feel-good story in the NFL that I think we can appreciate because we don't live in a city that hosts a football team that completely neglects the wide receiver position. We don't li live in a city or root for a team that has no idea what they're doing when it comes to drafting, mining, or even signing the wide receiver position. We root for a Philadelphia Eagles team that honors and respects that position. 
So we should be able to be happy for Justin Jefferson breaking a ridiculous rookie record held by none other than Randy Moss and not feel like, oh, okay, we missed out on that guy, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. 1,161 yards and yeah. counting, 70th catch of the year. He broke the previous rookie record in the franchise held by Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Pretty good. And he was sitting right there for you. Yep. Bro, did you hear what he um did you hear what he said when uh he when he got overthrown by cousins in the end oh, zone? Yeah. yeah, he cursed <laughs> him out, didn't he? Right. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I love. You've got a rookie who knows exactly what time it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you get me the ball, we win the game. Like that's right. It. Like no, there's no nonsense, there's no politics, there's none of that involved. It's just throw me the damn ball in my hands, we win the game. Right, oh. right. He was he he. I mean, it was loud too in that stadium. You know, you can hear it. <laughs> yeah. So real, I want to talk about that too. Coming up in a couple of minutes, it's Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks, eight side Shanner, Jason has bailed. It's a Tuesday on the middle. So last night you could hear that, and I forget who it was who was talking about it. Was it Greasy, or maybe it was Riddick? But they referenced that specifically just about how vocal and, and just how audible everything is, right? That you can, it's not just signals that are being barked, right? But you can hear so much discussion and it's like tangible discussion. It's not people talking trash, although you can get hear that. But, you know, you hear people calling out defenses, you hear people adjusting, you hear centers making calls as well, like stuff you would never hear without fans. Mm hmm. I love that. I do too. I really, I, I am. Yeah. I'm getting used to this. To be yeah. I, I like that. And the thing that always disappoints me is when they do this and I don't even know why they do it when they mic up a player and then they, they try to force it into the broadcast. Like, you know, we're going to go to so-and-so who's mic'd up and you never hear anything except like, come on, man. You know, it's like yeah. total <laughs> garbage. Like, because everybody knows that person's mic'd up, right? Right. They, they often say, it. "Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, I'm mic'd up, I'm mic'd up." Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. Right. Be careful. Now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. I'm mic'd up. Right, and anything that you would want to hear, you can't play over the air. Well, man, you you you'd hear stuff that's crazy, man. Like you be in place. Hey, man, what you doing tonight, man? Man, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Or hey, you flying back now? Nah, I might just stay, man. You got something for us to do? Oh yeah, I'm gonna stay in. I'm, I'm not gonna fly back with the team. I mean, like, it's. So much stuff being said, yeah. Do you think it would work in like a red zone type of channel where you could have another channel that's just devoted to each game with several players being mic'd up and going from one to the next? I it can only be played after nine o'clock, though. No, but here, here's the thing. If they're going to do... Well, hold on a second, okay? If they're going to do this god-awful Nickelodeon broadcast for right. six- and seven-year-old fans, then why can't they have a NC-17 or some sort of like 21-plus type broadcast where you sign up just like it would be for a Playboy channel, whatever porn you know thing you can order on cable. You have to put a code in, right? Adults right, only. Right, 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 right. And then all of a sudden you have – I would much rather hear the sounds of the game that's fueled by graphics. Think about it. It's no knock on any color commentator or play-by-play -play guy, but give me the natural sounds of the game, even if it's, hey, you bleep, mother, you know, whatever. Right, right, right. And that's, and that's what happens. It'd be yeah. some guys that – it'll be guys that would be in trouble. I mean, it'd be some real guys that will be in trouble. I mean, you'd hear things that 
um, that shouldn't be said, um, some slander, uh, everything. I mean, you, I mean, well, it'd be, be the N word, everything will be everything. Be, there's nothing that's not said out on that field. And, but nothing. Least, once you start doing that, it might take a week or two, but once you start doing that, people will be aware that, yeah, you can say stuff, but if you say anything, then it's it's going to be picked up like hard knocks think about hard knocks yeah people curse people do stuff on hard knocks but there's a limit this is the middle on the sports map radio network presented by rocket mortgage live from the o'reilly auto parts studios Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I, I did see this, and it's a shame because Martinez bailed on us. But the Flames and Oilers will meet a record 10 times this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 10 times well, this year. That's the thing. They're putting them into these divisions. And since Canada can't come into the United States, Canadians, without quarantining, it's going to be like an all Canada division and they're just going to play one another each 10 times. It's right. like the, the yeah. flyers are in a division now with like Boston, the Rangers, you know, all the teams that are sort of in that general geographic area to limit travel. And we're going to play all those teams 10 times. It's going to be pretty cool. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind that, you know, simply yeah. because it, it, it helps from, you know, Going through all of that, you know, as far as quarantine and everything else, you have to do it that way. Well, I wonder, is is there a rivalry that you wouldn't get tired of watching? Like, remember when we had Yankee? It felt like we had the Yankees and Red Sox on every Sunday night. Yeah. For a couple of years on ESPN, Sunday Night Baseball. It eventually got played out. It did. It did. So I'm not saying that it would be every day, but use it in the context of how a schedule works out, meaning... Could you see Lakers? Who would be their big one here right now? Lakers. Well, they play Clippers. the Clippers tonight. Clippers. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that's the biggest rivalry because I still think, and Ron will tell you that Lakers fans barely even acknowledge that organization. Oh, yeah. That's well, they true. will now. They will now simply because of uh, the players that are on the team and well, you know, I, the back and forth that's been going on now. Last year, though, I, I don't think helped the Clippers cause much the way no. they were backed out. But whatever it may be, right? Like, let's say Lakers Warriors, a healthy Warriors with Clay Thompson, or okay. I, I don't know, would be a better one. Bucks, maybe, or is Thompson Celtics. back? Yeah, maybe Lakers no. Celtics. Something He's like not back. That. He got hurt again, right? Who? Yeah. Thompson. Thompson. No, Clay's out. That's my yeah. point. Yeah. But something along those lines, or maybe us, like Philadelphia, Boston. And I know that Boston probably looks at us similar to how the Lakers look at the Clippers. That's fine. But could you see the Eagles Cowboys once a week? For like seven straight weeks. No. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, I, and, and I think that for the most part, stuff gets diluted and gets boring after a while. But is there anything that would carry out? I mean, Steelers, Ravens. I don't know how long it would take me to get tired of that. You yeah, know that I, everybody hates everybody. You know that there's going to be a specific brand of physical football that you can expect. Mm -hmm. That would probably have a pretty good shelf life. Yeah, I said a, a while ago back on our other station, Aton, that I could watch that team play you know, five, six times a year because that rivalry at, at that point was really in its, you know, at its peak, I thought. Now it dropped off a little bit. Now I think it's kind of back. Yeah. Well, you know, Ray Lewis left. Once Ray Lewis left. All right. There was a little bit of a lull. But yeah, now yeah. Ed Reed, Ray Lewis. You know, yeah. you, I mean, 
just him, Heinz Ward and Ed was a was a rivalry that you know everybody was watching. That was must see TV. Mm-hmm. I tell you, then, Miles Garrett slinging that helmet at at Rudolph kind of put the Brown Steelers back on the on the yeah, front yeah. burner. <laughs> and now we've got a game that most likely will be intact in the final game of the season yeah. for that division. Right. So absolutely, I, I you know that's definitely one of them. Is there? I mean, would it be Alabama and Clemson? Could you watch those two teams play? I mean, is there another oh, team that you would want to watch Alabama Absolutely. play? Absolutely. That, they, I, could, that, I, could, I could watch a best of seven yeah. between Alabama and Clemson. Yeah, I probably could go for that. <laughs> right? <laughs> or Duke, Kentucky, and basketball. Yeah. I, I, stinks I, like, right now. I know they do, but still, that, that rivalry yeah. is still there. Well, is there anything current right now in college basketball? No mm. one doesn't really have – a, a hardened rival that's at the top, you know, five yeah. or ten. So it's kind of hard with them. And, and it's been fluctuating a little bit. And to be honest with you, if Virginia is involved in this conversation, then I'm out. Because I'm yeah, not they're hard, hard to watch. Yeah, I'm not yeah, watching right, right, right. voluntarily. I'd rather watch Barrett put a video up of him making that table. It's <laughs> <laughs> wow. never going to happen. That's what I meant. So if that's never going to happen, then... You know, I'm never going to watch the other thing. Jeez. I, I don't know. I mean, is there is there a fight anymore? Is there something that we're missing? Is it McGregor? Could you watch McGregor and Mayweather fight again for six more times? Or No, I saw it once. No. I've seen it enough. I've seen it enough, right? Yeah, right. Is there I saw Mayweather else? Pacquiao once, and I saw it enough. It, it happened know, five Harry. years too late. Could you do Tiger Phil? Could you do well, four days of Tiger Phil, wait a week, do four more days of Tiger Phil, wait a week, do four more days of Tiger Phil, or another golfer? Yeah, years not- ago, I could have done that. Not now. Okay, well, now, is there anybody that's um, contemporary now that you would watch? And it's match. We can't yeah. take the luxury of an entire field here. We'll just say match. Yeah, I'd like to see DeChambeau and Kepka because they apparently have a, a little bit of love, you know, no love lost between them, and they're both really playing – Kepka's dropped off because of injury right now, but he'll be back. I could watch that. Okay. You know? That's DJ against Rory. Yeah, I like that. I like that element of it, too. Is there mm-hmm. anything else we're missing in any other sport? I think that the closest rivalry I would like, I, I would watch, um, it just might be, I like the 49ers-Seahawks um, rivalry right now. Yeah. Yeah. They get it going. Yeah, they get it going a little bit. They go back and forth. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, that division, Rams-Seahawks this week is pro- might be the best game of the week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rams, Rams need a bounce back. They're going to lay an egg. In a big way. And we didn't even talk about, because there was so much football and so much Jalen Hurts from Sunday, Aton and Barrett, what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did and Tom Brady to the Atlanta Falcons yet again, trailing right. by 17 points. And Game they four, come right? back to win. They were trailing by 17 twice, 24 to 7 in the second half, came back to win it. I cannot believe Crazy. that. Yeah. I cannot believe that. Now, Atlanta has nothing going for them, but it's almost like, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded what? me of the cartoon where the roadrunner gets jumped, like pushed off of the cliff. Mm. Or not the roadrunner, the coyote. The coyote, yeah. Wild so it reminded coyote. me of that old cartoon where the coyote gets pushed off the cliff 
and then is slowly trying to climb its way all the way back up. And right as it gets to the top, it reaches for something and then it crumbles and it falls all the way back down. Right, right, right. right, right. And they just finally were getting out of probably that hole that is really difficult to climb out of the Super Bowl. And it's like, oh, yeah, here's a quick little reminder of what happened. Because you're right, Harry. Everybody was talking about us. So a bar stool put up screenshots of right. it everywhere. That's pretty, I don't know. Pretty good. I, I, I don't. I'm trying to think of MMA that I would that I would watch. Uh, yeah, I'm out on know. MMA. I don't. I don't know anything about it. Don't well, pretend that's, that's to. That's why I threw. You know, like yeah. a regular. I'm sure there are. Yeah. Right. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. there are Fighters that would be you know big rivals and stuff. I just don't know. I'm, and that's where the stream comes in. People look. I imagine that even to the extent of wrestling, it's a sport that we don't talk about at all, really. So. I imagine that there are current wrestlers that people would say, oh, yeah, you know, sign me up for a steel cage match right. once a month on some sort of pay-per-view event. But well, that, they do that basically once a month on a pay-per-view event. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> you can sign up for it on the WWE channel. That and UFC. Right. Right. Now, did you see this? Speaking of the NBA starting tonight, and we have the Warriors and Nets, which is clearly not the same game as we thought it would be without clay thompson right will you watch yeah i'll, I'll peek in at that yeah sure. this is a double header on tnt you know the guys are going to be back ahead of time i don't watch the pregame show yeah there's yeah. Gonna be a lot of energy on that and then the late one is clippers lakers and yeah i mean i'm gonna be definitely locked into this it's a late game nba mm -hmm. there's never any bets placed ahead of time fellas it's always in game right with the nba because you right. always need to wait and see you got to see if the team is going to show up. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's exactly <laughs> it. Not the other team, but the team you want to bet on. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, I, but, you know, here's the thing. And this was kind of wild on, on top of it. I didn't realize this, but for the second time, there is a song named after Miami Heat guard Tyler Hero. Did you see this? No, I did not see this. Lil Wayne. His oh, yeah? song is named after the Miami Heat Guard. It's a remix of Jack Harlow's song of the same name and featured on Wayne's newly released No Ceilings mixtape. Big Sean and DJ Khaled. Oh, yeah? Are also they produced it? Well, they're featured on the song. Oh, okay. So. Love that, Big Sean. What is what is the, it, it's Tyler here. Like, I, I don't know, admittedly, the connection with Tyler Hero, but maybe it's, I, I don't know. Is it Wayne from Louisiana? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I don't know. Is there something, There's. I'm sure there's something obvious. You know, I'm not deep in the the latest current events in that genre of music like I used to be. So right. I admit that I brought this up asking for direction more so than anything else. Well, did you see, speaking of uh, Lil Wayne rap, did you see this Miles Bridges is rapping now? I did not. He plays for the, you know, the Hornets for uh, MJ, and apparently MJ hates rap. <laughs> really? I did not know that. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to get some Miles Bridges. It's old school, huh? Look, if you're in the NBA and you're rapping, then you kind of have to deal with a pretty tough ceiling to break through. Mm -hmm. no and that's Damian that, yep. Lillard, like. You you need to be better or at least as good or stand out as somebody different. Like Damian Lillard is the is a really good he's a legit rapper as is without right. being an NBA player. So you know people are going to compare it now like, "Oh, okay, they have some bars. Can he rap? Is he as good as Dame? Dollar Dame? Dame Dollar? Mm, probably not." 
I don't know. I'm a Shaq, I'm a Shaq guy, man. I'm a Shaq well, guy. Shaq, that's the thing, though. Shaq's throwback. Yeah. You know, Shaq's yeah, like throwback, yeah. East Coast, New York, yeah. Newark, New Jersey. You know, like that hard sound, that hard drum sound. Mm. And yeah, that, that exactly right. Like his verse on True Fushnik is exactly it, right? Right, right, right. We might have to check out some of Miles Bridges. <laughs> I also didn't know that MJ is anti-rap. Yeah, I, I've learned a lot today uh, looking at he, um, he's my North Twitter Carolina, man. He, he might He might like country music. You never know with MJ, bro. Yeah, he's out there. Yeah. All right. Now, Mertitis says he's back. All right. So let's do this. We'll get Jason up in the break. We'll take a quick one. We'll be back. Fake news, hopefully, to the liking of one angry Al. Yeah. Coming up next, it's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Oh, look at that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> This friggin' internet. It was so weird because, like, certain websites, my email would load, YouTube would right. load. Like, I was watching you guys on YouTube, on my oh, computer. Yeah? But Twitter wouldn't load, Zoom wouldn't load, StreamYard would... I could navigate around the StreamYard site, but when I pressed the link, it would just freeze. And then all of a sudden, it worked. I hate to do it to him. Yeah. StreamYard. It's not StreamYard. I, I, I think it was my yeah. carrier. Oh why yeah. Say, why would it be the site if it's allowing? Yeah, I could like oh, I yeah. could navigate the site. Like I could move around the site mm. and go to my account and all that stuff. But the link I couldn't. It was just certain things like Twitter wouldn't load. So I turned off the Wi-Fi on my phone and went to just cellular data, and it worked. So something was blocking. I mean, who who knows anymore? How? I know. Gosh, Jesus. Go. Oh, we got to get, you know, you ready to dish on the hockey? No. With you what? No. Right. <laughs> I'm kidding. Somebody thought I had to run to the, the P yeah. shop. Nine one one six. And Jason owes us an appearance tomorrow. Yeah. Christ, I know. That was a trip over the blue line, huh? Yeah. We got fake news. And then after that, in the next segment, we can do a little hockey. And double over. Yeah. <laughs> That's classic. Only one sport goes double overtime. Right. Yeah, I hate to do it. Holy cow. I was like ready to peel the paint off the walls in my studio. Come on, cuz. We shape up. I was doing the Cuzzo app. Oh, were you? 
Nice. <laughs> no. My phone wouldn't download it, Harry. No. <laughs> You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. <laughs> All right, we have Jason Martinez back. We'll spare Put up you that 91 Sixers comment. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> oh, StreamYard, yes. <laughs> That's how you want the national audience to know you. Then go ahead and tell right. that story. But if not, I am who I am. Uh, mm. All right, so we'll get to that coming up in a couple of minutes. But we have a, a very I'm important segment right now. Ron Culver, back of the house in Houston, producing the show, does this every Tuesday and Thursday, 1225 or so. Eastern fake news, three stories. One of them is fake. And now we've brought in reinforcements with Jason Martinez, the three of us, and Jason will try to determine which one is fake. Ron? Yes. Whenever you're ready, sir. All righty. Uh, let's see. we got two or three stories. Two are real, one is fake. Here we go. Number one, Michigan parents lose lawsuit over destroying their 42-year-old son's porn collection. Oh, <laughs> man. Let me tell you something. I don't fault him one bit. For There's sure. good money in that, dude. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. They lost a lawsuit. Repeat that again, please, Ron. Hey, parents, uh, Michigan parents lost a lawsuit over destroying their son's porn collection. Meaning apparently, they destroyed it. Apparently, uh, he is a 42-year-old man. Mm-hmm. Recently divorced his wife, had to move back home. Oh. He had to living with the parents. Who could? So he moved to Indiana, leaving behind his stash. Why is he leave it behind? Worth an estimated twenty nine thousand dollars. Oh man, he's got—he's definitely got to have wow. a lot there in there. That collection there. That's it some happened. serious investment. Yeah, I, I remember when I was a kid and I was collecting comic books. You know, the Spider Mans, the, mm-hmm. the yeah. Incredible Hulk, right? You know, all of these, porn. right? No, not porn. At the, well, that was a little later, but at the time, that's code porn. for porn, Ron. It was just comic books. I know. No, yeah. but here, here's my mom, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I had one of these." And I, oh, well, which one did you have? And she tells me which one she has, and I go to one of these books, you know, like the Street Smith version of of whatever comic books are. And, you know, these comic books that my mom had were worth each like four or five grand. But my grandfather, once my mom left for college, just threw everything out. Oh. Didn't even ask and do it. Just just threw. So I don't know. Do you think this was done on purpose to help this young man cure him from his porn addiction? Or do you think this was done just because it's what parents do? It was their house. It was a retribution because they were in a bit of an argument. See, the, the, the way you termed it, Ron, though, there's a little bit of a flaw here, and it's leading me to a conclusion already. You said he left his porn collection behind when he moved back in with his parents, but his parents destroyed. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. When he left for Indiana. When he okay. Left Indiana. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. You, you know, okay. You, you Just making sure. segments off. You come back. Jesus. You know what's going on here. No, no, I, yeah, there's got to be a Christy Canyon in there. Well, but, I, think, I think she threw it out because she didn't want the husband, the father, to get into it. No, I just think that uh, she just threw it out because it was her house. <laughs> yeah, she's like, and she didn't know that there's actually value in old magazines. How do you know it's magazines? Uh, porn it's magazines. magazines. I'm Easy assuming it was. No, it was magazines. It was uh, video, video tapes. I'm Little Betamax. Talking videotapes and toys. 
Oh, toys. Oh, the toys. Oh, okay. That's different. Okay. Now. okay. All right. Let's, let's, <laughs> we've got the nothing now. That's let's, a whole new ball game. Yeah. Now. Yeah. All ball right. Story too. Hey, you got a fleshlight in there. <laughs> I'm sure. Even the oh. <laughs> yeah, the rabbit. <laughs> Moving on. As families prepare for their holiday feast, one Massachusetts man is being considered a medical marvel due to the size of his heart and is being welcomed in open arms from these families. Okay. Size of his heart. Yeah, he's a medical for it's some study. What Massachusetts was that Surgeon General? Mass General. Thank you. Or yeah. not that. What's uh Brigham and Women's? No. And my take Surgeon General. I'm trying to find the story, but I can't remember what the magazine. It's something like Mass General, something like that. Hmm. Uh, he's a medical marvel, but a town is, you know, is like showcasing him, is highlighting him, and he's just bouncing around from one family to another. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Where's my fish? All right. Story three. Story number three. My last three fake news stories are actually bad Christmas cartoon movie plots. So these two and the one that we had, what? The third story on last no, Thursday? My, my last three fake news stories. Ah. Bad Christmas movie plots. Are you going to uh, oh, are we allowed to go through these? Now, yesterday, do you remember or yesterday, Thursday? Boy, I don't even remember what I don't remember. Did. I was the only one that got it right last Thursday. Yeah, I got it wrong. Right. Do you okay? So Jason, do you remember the story no. that you got right? I don't even remember the first two stories he gave today. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember porn. I remember this remember... to you once before, or maybe I haven't. No, I think you have. You've done it where an entire segment was just movie plots. No, an entire week. Entire week. That's we right. Used to do fake mm. news every day. Well, I remember you saying last week that um that it was a uh from a Christmas story. Yes, I remember that one was. So mm. if that's the case, there's no way to make that it. up, right? Well, he might. I mean, he might only had one that was from a uh, bad movie Christmas. I'm movie. going number two. I'm, I, I'm with Barrett because he stammered way too much in the details on that and the mass right. general. The yeah. Yeah, dude. Was it the New England Journal of Medicine asked play action reel? There it is. All right. Um, that's a very reputable publication. Yeah, but he didn't have it at the time ready here. Hmm. What do you think, Aton? Yeah. <laughs> putting in a bet right now on UCF and BYU. Right. In on Nevada already before the show. Oh my. I don't I don't know. I mean, story one seems real. Yeah. Story three. The thing about story three is that Ron knows damn well we won't remember anything that we right. did yesterday, let alone last week. Right. So right. this could be like this is, I think, a major red herring, a mm -hmm. major distraction. I'm going to yeah. go story three. Me too. Because yeah. I think although he might have used one as a bad uh, Christmas movie plot, not three. Correct. And that's where the that's where kind of the the. The trick is. Are you want to go a fin on it? No, I'm not going a fin. Come on, let's bet. What's that? A sandwich? Is that a, a Sammy? A sandwich? Yeah, a sandwich. Oh, uh, let's. All right, so where, where are we right now? Barrett well, and Jason are in story two. Harry yeah. and Nathan are in story three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ron. What's the right like, one? Like I said once before, I'll say it again. Half of you are right. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right, Garrett. Me, Barrett. Me and you. Yep. So the porn story is true. Are the correct ones? Really. Yeah, so the last three fake stories I've given you are all bad movie. 
Christmas plot lines. Wow. Including, Meaning including what? Okay. Today's. What's the one from today? That's a bad movie plot line. Well, as families prepare for the holiday feast, one Massachusetts man is considered a medical marvel due to the size of his heart. Kind of a play on John Travolta. No, uh, these are all Christmas cartoons. That's actually a bad Grinch plot line. Yep. Hmm. Oh, look! At I wouldn't that. know that. Darren, with that, yeah, that's like the Alex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you should have got that in Final Jeopardy question right. that one no. percent of the population got right. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't have got that? Even though Whoville is not an actual place, Dr. Seuss is originally from Massachusetts. He wrote The Grinch in Massachusetts. Mm. And the Grinch had a medical marvel when his heart grew. Well, I, I thought Whoville. Hey, Tom Harris, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know. Get out of here. <laughs> I thought Whoville was right outside of Brockton. Right. right. I, I'm out on Christmas movies. All right. Cartoons, other, even worse. Yeah. The other Christmas cartoons, y'all? Yes, make? please. Okay, last week, local police blotter had, I put down, a white plains man was found guilty of chasing a young girl and her friend after she picked up a hat that once was his, but he had thrown away. No idea. Frosty the Snowman. Oh, jeez. Wow. wow. That's wow. A this is, yeah, I this is deep. Then, if I did, like, regular Christmas movies, like a Home Alone type thing, you guys probably would have gotten it. This is deep. But well, hold on, the, the week before that was like that. There was like a Home Alone, right? And then finally, a student in Minnesota was bullied by his peers for buying the wrong holiday decorations for a school production he was in charge of. Right. Now, I told you it was a cartoon. Does that sound familiar? No. no. All right, it was Charlie Brown's Christmas. <laughs> I don't remember anything. You're not going to find that on any trivia app, Harry. Jeez. Now, what does Angry Al think of this week's fake news is what we need we'll to know. We'll find out next. It's the middle. Yeah, look, we'll, we'll get to Angry Al and his thoughts coming up. In, uh, I'm 3-0. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Hey. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. 
you can't miss. Sorry, what's that? Yeah, do you know this guy at uh, The Gambler named Victor Williams? Yeah, Vic's good. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm about to zip him for the 48-hour rule. Oh, no, yep. I'll, uh, I'll fix that for you. What's He's the 48-hour rule, Harry? Well, if I follow you on Twitter and you don't follow me back within 48 hours, I unfollow you. Wow, that's a great rule. Yeah, especially if you're in sort of the business. Mm -hmm. And this guy does uh, does some work in the business. He's got 10,000 followers. No, he's he's a good kid, and he and he knows his stuff, and he has a lot of interaction on Twitter. It's eagles, eagles, eagles all around. Right. Well, yeah, he does a really good pod, too. And, yeah. No, he's good. We should have him on, actually. He's, he's a good eagles guy, a young writer and a young reporter. Here we go. Am I frozen? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Nice. You can hear me at least. Yep. Jack leg internet. Not anymore. He's live and we're not live, huh? I'm sure he's just talking to himself. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so are we on the... the right, take the... it away, Harry. What? He's <laughs> in the house, right? What what's this? Are we back? Yeah, we're back. Are you oh, back? Yeah. Okay. Well, we can't see you. Couldn't hear you. I have no idea what's going on. You want to talk hockey in this segment? There's nobody better to talk about hockey and pucks and sticks than our resident uh, hockey expert, Jason Mertidis. And no, I want to. I got a lot of questions for you, Jason. What happened here? Everybody was on. Everybody was there. Hey, Tanya, you're interrupting our broadcast right now. Oh, okay, man. Here we go. We're, we're talking at. Go freeze again. This is unbelievable. I what is happening? Jason put a hex on this broadcast. I did. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Well, you guys make the joke that we're not going to talk hockey till double overtime. I figured I'd take a couple shifts off. Yeah, well, well I, I didn't mean to. Harry's introducing you. Sorry. I, I popped back in visually, so I, I meant it was right at the wrong time. Go ahead, Harry. No, but Harry always says, I'll give you your first. You got to earn your second. That's exactly right, Hartsy. No, but I, I actually have a, a countdown uh clock for the return of hockey yeah 22 days and six hours and 18 or so minutes january the 13th and uh jason tell us exactly how this got done and how they're doing it well they're gonna all, the, the teams that weren't in the original return to play which was the 2014 playoff field that came back in the summer um they're gonna actually go to camp on december 31st Okay. So they're going to get a couple days start. They haven't played a game. They haven't had a practice, organized practice hour since March. All right. So you're talking 10 months ago. So those teams will get a little bit of a jump start. And then the NHL clubs that did it were in the return to play will go to camp on January 3rd. Actually, January 3rd for the Flyers. I'm not sure if it's this way for all the teams. It's just the physicals. They're not even going to be on the ice that day. They got to assess everybody like they do at the beginning of a normal camp and go through. Uh, uh, they did get a little bit of relief the players in this deal that they made to come back regarding fitness testing, which is a good thing for them. But um, so they'll be back on the ice on the fourth, no exhibition games. Good. They're going to play 50. Yeah, exactly. 56 game regular season. Um, that's going to start on the 13th. I think you're going to see a little bit of kind of like almost a baseball style in the way they handle this. Cause they're going to limit travel. They're going to play in their home buildings. But when you go to say that for the Flyers, they go to New York to take on the Rangers, they'll go for Saturday and Sunday and play two games back to back in New York. Mm. And the only teams you're going to play in the 56 game schedule are the teams in your division. 
So there's eight teams in their division, seven opponents. They'll play them eight times. Mm-hmm. A lot of rivalry there, which will take place. The Canadian division is a little different. You'll play some of those teams nine times because there's only seven teams in the division, and others you'll play ten. Right. Uh, but um, it, it's going to be interesting. Um, they're going to be traveling. There's going to be games that are going to get postponed, like has happened in the NBA or Major League Baseball in the NFL. They build in a little buffer at the end of the season in case they have to make up games. Uh, so they don't have to go to a points percentage system to determine who's in and out. When are Top- they looking to have the playoffs start? What's the target time frame? May 8th. Uh, okay. so yeah, the regular season will be over May 8th, and then they'll start the playoffs, I believe, on the 11th. Um, and then they'll run all the way. I think the latest the cup can be handed out would be July 10th. Wow. Oh. Yeah, Aton right. was referring to some rival. What was the rival? Edmonton and Calgary? Edmonton and Calgary playing a record 10 times. Yeah, that'll that? be and, and those two teams, like they beat the brakes off of each other with Matthew Kachuk and Zach Cassian. It gets really ugly, like <laughs> ugly, like Detroit and Colorado ugly back in the n- late nineties. Right, right. And it, it it could be, it's going to be pretty intense and it's going to be crazy too. Cause the top four teams in each division make the playoffs and then they have to battle their way out of that just to get to the, the conference final. So a team from each division will be in the conference final, which means some good teams are going to go home early. Are they going to do anything with rosters, expanding rosters, or having yeah. you know? They have they've expanded rosters uh, up to thirty players, basically unlimited goaltenders, but you have to carry three. Um, so they will have a little bit extra in the cap working on that. Uh, they'll bore you to death with that, but I mean no, that's basically adding NHL players and being yeah. in preparation. I mean that's one thing that baseball clearly was unprepared for despite having time to prepare for mm-hmm. and it, it and you can still recall other guys beyond your expanded roster right but those are the guys you have to have basically with you at all times and and you'll go deeper because you're going to be playing a lot of three games in four days four games in five days because you go into cities and like when the flyers go to new york they'll take on the rangers for two then they'll right. jump over and they'll take on the islanders for two and a six game road trip will happen within 10 days Wow. Well, here's the question that Harry Mays and Barrett Brooks will refuse to ask, but I, speaking for a large percentage of people, feel compelled to ask you. And that's looking at Vegas, Colorado, and Tampa Bay, each at plus 800 as an odds-on futures bet to win the damn thing. Where do we go here, Jason? Yeah, where, where's where's the value in the futures? <laughs> Show me the value. Show me the money. Uh, I think there's some interesting value. I, I don't... Look, those three teams you mentioned, obviously, are some of the better teams in the league, and there's value there. Um, Colorado, I see them at plus 750, plus 800, same thing. Um, There's value in that, I think. uh, I I don't love their goaltending situation, but, you know, I look at teams like, if you want to look at some value, look at St. Louis. They Mm. got bounced in the first round the year after they won the Cup. And I just think they squad. Yeah, they had no interest in being there. Right, They're right. like, we won last year. Our fan base is going to be pissed if we get bounced and knocked out of this bubble. So let's go. Right. That's a team I think that's got value. I think Edmonton's got value at 25 to 1, even though I don't like them in net either. Yeah, um, I see dropped down to 20 actually to 1. Edmonton has? Yeah, so people have jumped on your thoughts. Yeah, I think that's a team that's got some value. I look at teams, generally speaking, the two I gave you, aren't. I don't believe in their goaltending, and I think that's a huge part of it. But What about um, Boston, real quick? At plus 13. Aton, I don't like them a, a little bit. I, a matter of fact, I, they're a team I think could mi- miss out on the playoffs. Mm. In this weird year, right? They're yep. an aging team. Yeah, they're old. happened with Chara. Um, they've kind of done it all pretty much at this point. I don't know. 
would I be surprised if they were the best team in the league? No, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they didn't make it. So right. I think some team like Buffalo could get in the mix. It could get weird. You know, 56 game seasons could be are different. It's, there's, there's a lot less runway. That's now, what, oh, be a, go ahead, will there be, be any markets that will allow fans? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Tampa can start off with 3,800 fans. Um, mm-hmm. I, I believe Dallas can start off with 5,000 fans. There's other markets. It's all local restrictions. San yeah. Jose, for example, can't even practice in San Jose. They're right. going to start camp in Arizona. I think Same Nashville thing with Vancouver. Too, right? Nashville? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they'll have fans as well. So there'll be certain markets that will. They're going to start the year, obviously, in most markets with no fans. And then, you know, they'll get integrated, obviously, pending how this pandemic goes. Everything's... There's no definitives, right? So, um, but they're hoping by the playoffs when you start in mid-May that you can have a, at, at a minimum fifty percent capacity buildings, and you never know by when they hand out that cup in July, maybe it's a full house. I don't know. I'm not. You I'm not it, an epidemiologist. You, you think these guys are going to be changing up how they play the game? You know, as far as lineups, you know, going four deep and how much time they spend on ice. Will that have to change any with the you know with fifty games, fifty some games? Yeah, I think it will, Barrett, because. You know, when you're playing four games in five days, you may go, hey, this guy just looks a little ragged out because it's it's not the amount of games, the cumulative effect. It's th- that they're packed into so many days without off days. Right, now, right, right. Like for the Flyers, the, the teams in the East, the travel is really easy. Yeah. It really is. I mean, the furthest south you go is Washington, which yeah. is a train ride. You do it the by train north, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah the, the furthest north you go is Boston. You go to New York, you can you know bang out two teams there. You're in Buffalo. It's not bad at all. Some teams like St. Louis, like Colorado, got put in that West division. Well, it's great from a competitive standpoint for them because that division stinks, but there's a lot, a lot more travel and yeah. time zone change. Flyers obviously don't change time zone either in the East Coast. So it'll be interesting how, how it plays out and who kind of – you're going to have to get off to a good start because if you're chasing it and you're playing each other, you have to be at the top four in your division and yeah. you're playing each other every night. Nonsense. Not only you got to get pilot wins, but you can't you can't go to re- overtime in these stupid three point games. Mm. Right, right, right. Flyers so. are three to one behind the Bruins to win the East. And yeah. If you like the Bruins to even make the playoffs, I'm guessing that the Flyers now become a good favorite. I don't I don't know what to make of Pittsburgh, to be honest. Yeah, to me, they're falling, Aton, in a big way. Um th- that team. Look, as long as you still have Crosby and Malkin and Latang, and if they stay healthy, which is a huge yeah. ask at this point, at 32, 33 years old for those guys, 34 for Malkin, then, and the goaltending's got to hold up for them. They got rid of Matt Murray. That's a big question mark. I look, I look at the Caps. I think that they're a team that's going to be really interesting. New coach in a shortened season. His system's not easy to pick up. Everywhere he's gone, he's had success in his early, but when he immediately gets there, if he comes in midseason, it's tough. Because his, his system does take time to implement and get used to. Plus, they just lost Lundqvist for the year. They're going with basically a rookie goalie in Samsonov and a guy named Felix Copley. So, and you're going to need two goalies with all the back to backs. So, it's going to be an interesting what kind of way it plays out this year. I can't wait. What about for the that. Islanders? Oh, the Isles. The Isles. Their team, like <laughs> the I'm Isles. never wowed by them, Howard, because they they bore you to death. Yeah, they play. They, they are. But l- last year, had the NHL pause never happened, I don't think they made the playoffs. They That's lost right. 16 of their last 19 games. That bubble helped them, huh? Big oh, well, gave them a reset. But yeah. are they the team that showed up in the playoffs that was, you know, really – they were great in the beginning of last year, but they really struggled in the second half. They got trots. Yeah, yeah. But, but they had trots when they lost 16 and 19. Yeah. I mean, they were blowing two and three goal leads in, in the third period of games. That's not a Barry Trotz team. 
No, no. He benched Barzell for the third period of a game late in the season last year. And then we saw what he was in the playoffs, but he's still not signed. Hmm. So that's a pretty long stretch right there, of hockey. That is. I mean, that's like a two weeks worth. We have triple yeah. overtime now. That'll well, get us to the 13th of January. Don't don't think you got out of here skate free. We're not even in regular overtime. <laughs> yeah, that'll get us to the 13th of January, though. Well, here, here's the good yeah. news. I, I tend to offer a lot of betting advice on the NHL. Good. Well, well that's and I do pretty well with it. Though. He'll definitely love you being on here then. Absolutely. You know, to get, get to the money. Mm -hmm. The money. <laughs> if I don't put out my picks on Twitter in a timely manner, I get people like DMing me like, what the hell, dude? Yeah, like, good. Right. That means that you must be doing something I, right with your well, I give it to them for free, and they bitch about it. Right. And when you lose, they're like, I, I lost this. I'm like, well, then don't do it. Yeah, exactly. Right, one thing that we wanted to get to before we get out of here, and sad news, of course, but at only 58 years old, mm. one of the best all-time oh. pass rushers, linebackers that ever played the game, in Kevin Green and really represented an era uh, with a couple of other guys, right? So it wasn't just him. I mean, you had Greg Lloyd, Greg Lloyd. Alamalo, you had guys that Barrett played with as well on uh, the Steelers and the year in which he won that ring, Ben's first year. But I, I mean, it's he's just one of those guys, I, I think, that you always associate with that style of football and that team during that era. You know, during the time, you know, when, when he had to be retired. Um, he was in camp a bunch with um with us, you know. But I played against him a couple years, and he's one of those guys, you know, the, one of the nicest guy in the world. Always going full speed, you know. Played the game the way it was supposed to be played. I mean, he could be kicking your ass and then turn around. He's telling you, "Hey, man, on this play, you should have did this because I I took advantage of this." You know, you, it's very rare that you find him. So guys like him, Reggie White, that'll be talking to you, coaching you, helping you get better as you're playing with them or playing against them. Yeah. So, I mean, he was just a great guy. Then, you know, he knew he was going to be a coach. Uh, he, you know, he's always talking to people, trying to trying to break the game down, trying to make sure they become better players. That's why, you know, I saw him at, you know, different points of my career in different places. He was in he was in um, Carolina for a while coaching up there. Green Bay. When I was in Green Bay, he was in Green Bay when I was coaching up um, when I was playing up there. He was a coach up there then. And then he was with the Eagle, me you know, with the Steelers when I went to the Steelers. So he's one of those guys, you know, they always want to get his input on how to rush the passer because he's one of the best that ever did it. Mm -hmm. So he made his fingers and tentacles are around everywhere in the NFL because he's one of those guys that wanted to teach the game. Yeah. And he had many great years with the Rams prior to right. going to Pittsburgh. Right. Oh, and I think with, with Pittsburgh right. is the only time he ever played in a Super Bowl in that loss to the Cowboys. Right. Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah but the Bubby Brister Bowl. Yes. No. O'Donnell. Neil O'Donnell. It yeah, was O'Donnell. Larry, Larry Brown Bowl. Yeah. No, that kid's right. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he was yeah. like a WWF wrestler, wasn't he? He looked like one. Yeah, that yeah. should have been one. I Total think entertainer Lloyd, as a player. No, wait, Jason. I, we have to take a quick break, but I think you're right. I think Green and Lloyd wrestled. Did they? In, in some event one night. I, I, for some reason, I think I know Green. Uh, or part of me, I know Lloyd was the black belt and. He did his own thing, but I think they were on some sort of WWE thing. We'll have to check that in the break. Quick one. We'll wrap the hour next. Overtime, another breakdown by Barrett Brooks. All coming your way. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, Jason Ratitas in the house, and Sports Map Radio. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. 
For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy and Healthy New Year. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. So how about angry Al ripping the fake news segment and then leaves? Right. He missed it, didn't he? Yeah, he's getting the COVID, COVID test. test. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's typical angry Al. Yeah. Like, he knows I love him, but geez, come on, Al. I hate to do it. Didn't Johnny give him that nickname, Marks? Probably did, yeah. Way back I'm, when. I'm trying to think who did. It's before my time. I know that. It wasn't me. No, That's all you can speak for, her. Exactly. That's all he's going to speak for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't Coach Camille. Oh, jeez. Oh, Come on, you can't put Jason in a Who's going to do it? You, Coach Camille. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be the Cleveland Browns, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go to your prize closet, McMonagall? <laughs> Three people got that, but Seven. I was That's uh, all right. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, my goodness. Boy, uh, the Steelers' odds to go to the Super Bowl just went way down. Yeah? Like, yeah. Well, they sunk like a lead balloon, didn't they? Yeah. Oof. Best time to get it back on them, man, because they're not going to stay playing like that. Dude. They're going to oh, eventually get back to where they were. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> come off like a homer. Look at this. 15 to Look 1 at, for the Flyers is not bad. Look at this from Adam Schefter. The Washington football team is aware of social media posts with Dwayne Haskins at the strip club allegedly after Sunday's game per ESPN. Which strip club's Dwayne. open? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Club 55 down there. There are. I lived down there for two years. There Dude. Are clubs. You were listening to the middle on the sports map radio. Dude. I was not impressed with DC. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts. They've been in contact with the Washington Handler internal. And Harry Mays. All right. All right. We have Jason Martinez in the house. We have overtime coming your way in two minutes. The big thing today, the biggest takeaway from today was that there was a guy who had his porn collection thrown out and at 42 years old, decided to sue his parents good now that porn collection think about this we've talked about baseball cards we've talked about signed memorabilia we've talked about a mike trout card a michael right. jordan pair of sneakers going for a lot of money i imagine that somebody could own theoretically a vintage porn collection that is worth a lot of money right sure it's, it's worth a lot of money to somebody that's it you know yeah. part about it too 
the best part is that you can go and see the it's about 12 pages long the itemized list oh. are you serious can oh, you email dude, send that. i mean this is our show tomorrow. I mean, this is show content yeah this this will take up half the show tomorrow so that's a full disclosure issue here but some <laughs> things you cannot repeat on air for obvious reasons yeah well, like I'll a signed tory wells no, I'll be able to navigate that. Are, are meant to be, but I wonder. I wonder what the latest one is. Like, I wonder what the most recent movie is. If it's something from like 1988, or if it's something from like four years ago. Taboo Six. <laughs> is that? Uh, it's like Bushmasters 22. Uh, you know, <laughs> you are the most inappropriate human being I think I've ever encountered in this. <laughs> That's meeting. an Australian one, huh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> What was that uh, movie, The Gods Must Be Crazy? Is that what it was? Can't hit oh, yeah. Wi-Fi crap out again. Uh, we're back on Wednesday, we think, we hope. It's Sportback Radio, the middle. Barrett Brooks, breakdown next. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Here we go. This breakdown is over the speed screen. Now, this is the Quez Watkins. Now, speed screens are different from slow screens. Slow screens are used to the running back or the tight end, and it usually goes inside and goes out. Speed screens are out here by a wide receiver or tight end, running back, whatever is out here, and they try to get the ball to him immediately. And then the inside guy blocks the guy over him. Then after that, everybody tries to get a kickout block. The first guy out there, the offensive lineman, usually a tackle or the front side guard, will kick out the widest guy on the field. They're trying to get to this alley and get up the field. That's exactly what they're trying to do. On this play, Quez Watkins shows the speed why they drafted him. 4-3 guy out of Southern Miss, straight Jets. All right, they get the ball to him out here. Watch. The big guys get out. He has a kickout block. He's There's just guy, Harry. The defender ran inside because anytime you have 360 pounds going out there at six foot eight, you don't want no static, man. So watch. Hertz gets the ball out to Watkins. Watch it get out there. Watch the big fellas. That's six foot eight, three eighty. Jordan Malata. He didn't want none of the action. And then it's just straight speed after that. They have this ability. They just haven't done it enough that these guys are used to it. Now they're starting to get ready with the speed. Um, the speed they have, and Hertz is able to get the ball out there. I think they're going to run this play a lot more. Actually, no. 33 was late on that play coming from the other side. He didn't get oh, into okay. the action until the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, whoever that was didn't want any of that action, man. No. <laughs> None whatsoever. He got lost in the wash, as they right. say. But you know what? That's The reason why they didn't run a lot of those plays because for some reason, Carson couldn't throw the, throw those plays. He couldn't, like, he couldn't finesse, drop a pass into the running back over the rusher's head or anything like yeah. that. I mean, he didn't have that touch to do that. I don't think or he reacts he, fast enough either. Right, right. Or He's get questioning the ball everything. Fast. Yeah. You know, he couldn't get the ball out there fast enough to like to acquiesce Watkins on the speed screen. And, you know, it, or he'd throw it down at the ground or at their feet or, you know, he'd McNabb it or something. You know, I mean, yeah. there's things he just couldn't do uh, functionally throughout the game. But, hey, Hurts can do it. 
So I thought it was up to eight and a half this weekend. How about the fact that there's like leaked information coming out now that that Wentz, if he's not the starter, he wants out and all this stuff. Now the disinformation campaign starts, right? Yeah. Well, think about well, that. that. Let's sure. smear the guy even more. I had more. Body on my iHeart show last night, and we talked for maybe 10 minutes total. And it's but the conversation was that because he came out right away. And, and we know that Rob has a personal relationship right. with yep. Carson Wentz. They he refuted it. Off the feet. Yes. Exactly. Directly refuted it. So you can look at that, I guess, one of a couple of ways, right? One is that there is some sort of duplicitous masterminding going on in his camp where it's like, hey, let's tell Schefter one thing, and then we'll tell Rob Motti the other thing and really put the Eagles in bad light because people will just jump to the conclusion that the Eagles are screwed up. Or right. somebody, once again, for what, the fourth straight year, inside that building is talking about Carson Wentz. Like, think about that. For every single year we've now had, except for his rookie year, we've mm -hmm. had somebody in that organization with a clear, if you believe Rob. Josina Anderson. Santa Liquido. Santa Liquido. Yeah. And you just have reports that come out. Oh, Carson's tough to deal with. And then every yeah. year this is happening. I'm not saying he deserves it. I'm just saying I don't I just don't know if we see something like this. Oh, you're right. Now I put out this tweet the other day, and, and this is where I kind of stand on it. And look, I've enjoyed watching um, you know, Jalen Hurts play. Who hasn't, right? It's it's been fun to watch. But what I put out was that the there's a lot of people that want to laud Howie Roseman now for drafting Hurts. But if you look at the entire thing, how he's also the guy that gave up everything to move up and get Wentz, yeah. then just signed him to a monster contract a year ago. And so if Hertz is the real, it's a really small sample size, right? Yeah. But if you want to move on from Wertz and laud Howie that he knew, then why did he move up and draft from number one in the original assessment? And then why did he give him the contract, putting him in the cap situation that they're in, if he knew? So no matter how this plays out, the general manager still looks like a friggin' boob. If you give him credit for one, you got to diss him for the other. Exactly. Right. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. Yeah. And and they're he is because he did that. Right. How he did that. And I guarantee where that information came from, Aton, to Schefter and Rappaport, because I know where it always comes from. The, the general manager. Yeah. I think it's the agent, man. You know, because because at this point. Carson's agent. Yeah, Carson's agent, because, I mean, Either way it goes, it puts them in a position where, you know, all right, if they do try to trade him, that they'll be able to do it because he wants out of there. But if he wants to stay, it also puts them in a position that, all right, it's going to make him play harder because now they're going to be looking at how he's going to respond to these reports. The, the, the toothpaste is out yeah, of the tube. They're screwed. Yeah, but here's the thing that I don't understand is if if you're putting that report out, unless, you're, unless your only goal would be, to besmirch the Eagles, the team that benched you. Why put that out knowing that hours later you're going to have to refute it with your own client? Mm -hmm. See, that's what I look at, too. I look at that and go, the agent always speaks for the player. Yes. He does. And, and if if Carson didn't believe that, Barrett, then he just would have not commented to Rob. He wouldn't refute it, right? Well, what Rob said to me last night is that right now, he said it's not impossible. And he said it's very likely that down the road Carson Wentz could feel this way. But right now, Carson does not want out of Philadelphia based on what's happening in, in front of him. And and again, I kind of go back to uh, and there is one angle of it, which Jason brought up. And I think a lot of us agree that the Eagles have, especially in their past, 
created these misinformation campaigns about players before they're mm -hmm. gone. You know, I, I'm I'm waiting to hear if Carson Wentz is part of the Desire Gang right. that's affiliated down in New Orleans of Your Honor. In Your yeah. Honor, yeah, because exactly right. it's not a church that he goes to every Sunday. Right. It's a gang meeting. That's right, Carson right. Wentz. We're going to see that report come out. Carson Pull up his shirt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Where's the tattoo? Yes. We're going to go full Kofi Jones on Carson, man. I'm yeah. telling you. But no, that, but, that's the point is we've seen this countless times in the past, but also at, at the same time, you have to wonder, well, was this, if it wasn't Howie Roseman and some misinformation campaign, was it somebody who maybe misconstrued what Carson wants? You can't okay. misconstrue this because you're going to ask. You're going to say, dude, so you want out. I mean, you're going to you're going to go clarify. Well, from Rob's standpoint, yes, I meant more from the Schefter initial report. Like yeah, maybe, maybe there were some liberties, and I'm not questioning Schefter reporting, but I'm saying no, maybe there's definitive. some liberties with interpretation. Well, look, look at he, he, he's been, you know, this is the first time Carson's ever been in this situation in his life. He's never been benched before. He's never been second fiddle to anybody on a team. And not here he is. Year. Right, exactly. Well, so, well, you know, he's totally confused about the situation because he's never been there before. He's a novice at this, at this point at feeling this way. Yeah, well, but he's been here – Here's the thing, though. He's been here before. It's just out of his control. Yeah, it's like, not injury related. Hurt two years in a row right. and saw Nick Foles come in and lead the team to the mm -hmm. playoffs. That wasn't because of his poor play. That was because he was hurt. Right. So it's a difference. He right. was if, if he'd have still been that guy, he could have still led this team to win a Super Bowl. And that's you know that's where I'm thinking his head is at. His head is like I've never been in this type of situation. I've never been. A guy that's rode the bench. I've always been the guy. I've Available the guy. and not being played. Right. 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 That's the difference. Here, here's the thing, though. Like, would you blame him if he wanted out of here? No, no. I think he no. should. And and that's one thing Rob said at the end. Of, at the end of the interview, and you can see this on the Philly Voice article that comes out. That's also going to have the middle clip of the week on it. But oh. at the very end of the interview, Rob said, if it were up to him, the advice he would give Carson is to request getting yeah. out. Get out of here. That's yeah. the most vocal person in the media that we know that has a professional and personal relationship yep. with Carson Wentz. And he's saying he get thinks out. it's time for Carson to get out. Well, yeah. We haven't looked at this, though. It's an impossible Carson situation. Played, yeah. Carson has played horrible right. for 13 straight games. Right. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. can't you can't put that performance any in, in any other light than I played the worst football of my life. He deserved it. Three and a half months. Yep. He deserved he it. He worked. Exactly. Yeah. He earned he it. Worked. Real quick, before we get out of here, in the final 45, 60 seconds, and we'll be back on Wednesday. It's our final show of the week. Remember, Wednesday is our final program here on both phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. I have the list of 43 adult movies mm. that total an estimated value of $11,047.95. Wow. So with that said, can you just give me the name of one of the movies on this list? Can you guess? Debbie Does uh, Dallas. Debbie Does Dallas, Jason <laughs> Matutis. You're right. That's on yeah. this list. It's on? Yes. That's now on? that should give you an indication of what era you're working okay, We're going deep throat. <laughs> I think that's actually too. I dare I say 
I think that might actually be too old of a movie. Too old. Oh, yeah, okay. Harry, you you got one earlier. You just need to bring it back on this oh, one. Oh, taboo. Yes, but now I'll give you $100 if you could tell me the number, the episode number of Taboo. Taboo hey. 3. 12. Ah, damn. Wow. <laughs> they made more taboos than Nightmares on Elf. How about Elf? Sensational oh. Janine? <laughs> no, but Seduction of Jill Kelly's on there. Oh, yes, of course. And don't forget. How about Bijou? An all-time favorite, Miss Piggy, is on this. What? Wow. Yeah, man. Go check How about out High me. Test Girls. Is that on I'm there? Not, I'm out on that. Uh, <laughs> high Test Girls. I do not. Hey, Tom, you about to get us all off the? Let's, let's cut this. Well, we haven't said anything, Shut Master. About. No. <laughs> I did. Okay, I'll I'll leave you with one here. Yeah. South Central Hookers Three is on this list. <laughs> Devil and Miss Jones Two. Is on this list. What about new wave hookers? No, a new wave. I think that's actually. I don't. Is that a movie or is yeah. that like a total production company? Yeah, South Dakota Sam was in it. Okay. <laughs> Marriage or other wow. four letter words is on this list. Oh. And my all time favorite, Frisky Business. Oh, nice. All right. Oh. With that said, this is overtime. We'll see you again <laughs> on Wednesday. Thanks to everybody, including. All right, fellas. It's. All brought to you by Book It Sports. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on book.